Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. This is Victor Ruiz, your host of Getting Healthy Today, Impacting People's Lives. And today we're talking about health and business. So what I want to talk to you today about is pretty much how did Getting Healthy Today actually come to fruition? How did it start? Where did it come from? How did it evolve? So what I want to do is start off by telling you a little bit about myself so that you can pretty much understand where this came about and how it came forward to being what it is today. So throughout my whole life, I've had uh, pretty good health, uh, but it was not until real significantly that on April 26, 2011, I had found out that I needed to put two stents in my heart. And that happened on Easter Sunday. Uh, Basically what happened was I was feeling an extreme pain in my left arm and didn't know what was going on, and I was rushed to the hospital, and they found out that what I had was um, the two, par- uh, two parts of my heart. In front, the front part of my heart had two uh, arteries that were clogged at 90%. Now, to go backwards, um, a little bit before that, there were times where when I worked at this one place, uh, there were stairs, and I would go up the stairs, and I would have uh, difficulty uh, getting up the stairs and having being out of breath. And at the time, all I could think of was, well, maybe it's just because I'm overweight. Because at that time, I was overweight. I must have been 50 pounds or more overweight, maybe 100 pounds. I'm not sure. But uh, basically, I was overweight, and I didn't feel so hot when I was walking up the stairs. So I never really took notice of that. I even had an issue one time where I had um, a very high blood pressure. I had 175 over 100, had to be rushed to the hospital. And at that time, the people at the hospital were saying that I just had an anxiety attack, that it was related to work the stress of your job, blah, blah, blah. So I really didn't pay too much attention, unfortunately, at that time. But thank God I did take myself to the hospital on that day, April 26, 2011. I remember that like yesterday because it was such an extreme pain in my left arm. I didn't know what was going on. It just felt like my whole arm was going to explode. It was really that bad. I had to be sent to the hospital. Um, Like I said, so then they put two cents in my heart. And just from then on, I just really wanted to, to get healthy. And... You know, this concept of getting healthy today uh, came later after I, I got involved in, in a business that takes care of people with health issues and they try to find solutions. But this was a way for me to – I had a passion to be on the radio. I was in college, and I had at least a year of being on the radio and really loved it, uh, being on there and learned how to be on the radio. And I found Block Talk Radio from a friend. His name is Anthony. He had a block talk radio program. And I said, wow, this would be great. I I could really enjoy being on the radio again like I did once before. And I have a strong message to tell people, and that is to really maintain a healthy lifestyle. Because me, myself, I was maintaining or trying to maintain a healthy lifestyle, and I wanted someone else to know what I was going through. So I said the best way to do this would be to share with people some of the issues that I have. So some of the conditions I have, I've actually – made shows about it. I've done pulmonary embolism shows. I've done shows about heart disease. Uh, I was unfortunately dealing with my mother's Alzheimer's, so I would talk about Alzheimer's. So those people out there that may have a history of someone in their family with Alzheimer's or currently dealing with that, they had some resources they could deal with. So this, I'm at my 47th episode. I never thought I would keep going to this point. I found out through my journey of this health consciousness 
that, you know, you kind of lose sight sometimes with your everyday life and how busy you can get, that sometimes you really got to take notice of what are you doing and what are you putting in your body. So there are times that I didn't really think too much about that as I got older, um, fortunately. I was much healthier as a child than I was as an adult, especially in my college years. It started to decline a little bit. Uh, but, you know, as you get older, you realize the quality of life is so much more important than just having fun sometimes. You really got to figure out what are you putting in your body, what are you actually doing, and how does that actually impact you or people around you. So a lot of times your health not only just impacts you, but it impacts someone else connected to you, someone that's close to you. So that is so important to me right now in my life. So, you know, I continue having this passion of telling people about what's happening to me and how that could possibly impact them, and hopefully they can take some of that information that I've learned and I can share that knowledge with someone else. So this is something that is very dear to me. So in the whole process of going through healthier ways, you know, I became a vegan not too long ago, about seven months ago to be exact. On July 25th, my wife and I became vegan, and a lot of it had to do with some of my health uh, worries. I was getting older, and I said to myself, you know, i got to be careful of how much of what I'm eating could really affect me. Like if you're eating pizza or something like that, I had to worry about if I eat too much pizza over time or eat some of this other stuff that I'm going to have some clogged arteries or something. So what other things could I find? And I just found a uh, video that talked about plant-based life. So that kind of got me in the process of looking at that. And what is the medical benefits of that? And they were talking, of course, there's medical benefits to that. So I said, you know, I'm going to try this. Hey, if it's the worst thing that could happen is I don't like it, I can get out of it. Well, I stayed with my plant-based protein type lifestyle. I said that I wanted to become vegan. Now, my wife and I did do that, and we didn't really have too many uh, issues with that in the beginning other than the challenges that we faced because we were used to eating foods, you know, uh, such as meat and things of that sort, chicken, you name it. Um, and the good thing is now I don't, I don't want to follow something that I don't believe in. So I really believe in being a vegan right now, but I'm also not the type of person that if you know me, I'm going to say, Hey, why don't you become vegan? But if someone asked me why I became vegan, I really did it for a lifestyle, but mostly for the medical benefits that I found that it could give me that I wanted to promote a much long-lasting life from my choices because everything in life is about what choices you have and what do you do with them and how consistent you are in following through with those choices and then of course seeing the incentive or the benefit that it provided you well for me it's provided me a tremendous amount of benefit um, I also have cardiovascular issues besides what I told you about I have uh, I, I take a blood thinner, an injection called a Rixtra, every day. And there have been times where I didn't take it, unfortunately, and I want to say that as well. I'm not a perfect person. There are times where I hate the fact that I have to do a, uh, um, an injection. And, you know, I paid dearly for that one time. I had a blood clot with not doing what I was supposed to do. So, unfortunately, if you kind of play rush roulette with your, your health and you say, you know, I don't want to take that medication. I hate that medication or I hate this or I hate that. You could actually put yourself at risk for death or some other serious problem, so at least in my opinion, and what has happened to me. So luckily, 
you know, I have to be more consistent with that and make sure I take that medication. So if you're in that situation, you know, it's like someone who's a diabetic and chooses not to one day take their insulin-dependent injection. That could cost their life or cause them to have some issues, right? So that's something very important that you want to take it very seriously. If you have a medical condition, you want to take it seriously and follow the routine that you have to follow in order to do that. So that being said, this is something that, you know, a lot of my friends and family members, you know, ask me, how do I become, how did I, be, how do, I do the vegan thing? And, and then basically it is, I see the incentive, so I keep doing it. And I found myself, like I was saying, uh, there were some inflammations in my legs because of my varicose vein issues that are no longer there. I'm not saying they're from the vegan, but since I've made some changes and changes in my diet, I think that in combination with everything else has made a difference. So it may not necessarily be vegan, but it's definitely something I'm doing differently, the types of foods that I'm eating. So anything that you make a choice and you want to know what are the benefits and what are the costs of that. So the cost for me, at least for becoming vegan and changing my health style, my lifestyle a little bit, is it's a little bit of an adjustment, obviously. It's going to be a, it was a big adjustment, actually, to become a vegan. There's a lot of things you have to give up that you're not used to. So, but what you do is you find alternatives. And I've found alternatives and been blessed to be okay with some of the changes I had. Now, I used to be a, a, a strong lover of cheese, and I can't really have cheese. And then the vegan cheese, it's a little bit, it's okay. It's not the best. So, but when I love pizza, now I, if I have pizza once in a while, I'll be able to have it with sauce and vegetables on top. And I still get the same joy, maybe not exactly the same joy, but it's still a joy. I still, I don't feel like I'm left out in the cold, so to speak. I'm not able to get more um, uh, types of foods that I used to eat. So I don't feel like I've lost a tremendous amount in that process. So it's really important to me that I stay fit, I manage my lifestyle and health, and I see my doctor on a regular basis. So I make sure I see my doctor um, more often now than I did because I was doing that not so good. Sometimes I would go and sometimes I'm not. So I have to do that. So it's, it's encouraging to do that as well. If you're not doing that, make sure you see a doctor for anything that you might be dealing with. And as you get older, things happen, so we have to keep track of what is going on. Now, the other issues about health are is it that I need to do on a daily basis? So there's a routine that you might have to follow in order to maintain that health-conscious thoughts. You know, whenever you uh, look at an item, like, for instance, every time I go to a restaurant or I go to a store, you know, you may actually look at the ingredients a little bit more closely. In my case, I have to look at it more closely because i got to make sure that it's appropriate for vegan someone who is a vegan lifestyle. But before that, I was actually looking at the ingredients prior to all this happening to me, this vegan change, because of my health, you know, with that heart issue. I had to make sure that I had low saturated fats, things that weren't going to affect my heart. So I had to make sure that nothing was going to promote more cloggage in the, in the future. So even at that time, back in 2011, I really started taking a strong look at what I was eating, what was consumed, and how would that impact me overall. 
So now it's even more stronger because I have to be aware. Like I can't have eggs. I can't have milk. I can't have a lot of different things that I used to be able to eat with no problem. For instance, I remember one time my father said, would you like some Cuban bread? And I had to actually look at the bread and check out the ingredients. And he looked at me like, it's bread. Why can't you just eat it? I said, no, I can't because there's certain ingredients in there that I can't have. And sure enough, I looked at it, and there was butter, and there was eggs, and a few other ingredients that I couldn't have. And he says, wow, this is pretty tough on you, isn't it? I said, yeah, it's tough, but you know what? It's something that I really want to do. So when you really want to do something, you make your sacrifices, and you go about and do it. So that's one thing I've learned about myself, that if I put my mind to it, I could definitely do it. And I'm so proud that I actually can share this lifestyle with my wife, and it's not just me doing it by myself. Because it is harder to do this sometimes when you're doing it by yourself. So if I was a vegan alone, it might be a little more, I think it would be tougher than it is now. Because having a partner, as I say, partner in crime with you, it's better. You know, you can share your thoughts of, of what's happening in a good way. You can also share your negative thoughts, things that are not happening so good. So some of the challenges you face, you can share with that person and say, hey, how do you feel? What do you think? And you feel much better about it, you know. So, all right. So we're going to take a quick mess, uh, quick commercial right now. When we come back, we're going to continue. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit about business, where I'm at with business and some of my philosophies about business. And then we'll uh, wrap up the show, and then we'll talk a little bit more. If you want to call into the show, feel free to do so at 215-383-3984. That's, once again, 215-383-3984. We're live, and you're listening to Getting Healthy Today, Block Talk. Radio program. As you all know, I've been a huge AdvoCare supporter for a long time. I've used AdvoCare products since 2002, my second year in the NFL. How time has flown by. Certainly, I can attribute a lot of my success around the AdvoCare products and around being part of Team AdvoCare. The motto at AdvoCare is we build champions. And certainly, I'm one of those individuals who's very self-motivated. And when it's all said and done, I want to be a part of a team that's a championship team. And I know I have that with the New Orleans Saints, and I certainly know I have that with the AdvoCare family as well. It's a great feeling and certainly a great opportunity to be the national spokesperson for AdvoCare. I take it as a great responsibility and certainly a great amount of pride, not only in representing the product and the AdvoCare name, but also the thousands of distributors who are working tirelessly every day to show the world what a great company AdvoCare is, what a great family it is, and obviously what a great product they provide. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Getting Healthy Today, Impacting People's Lives, Block Talk Radio Program. I am your host, Victor Ruiz, and we're talking live today about health. Um, Shirley, before I was talking about my story, about some of the difficulties that I've had over a period of, uh, I would say, over 10 years with different health issues that I've had, the most strongest and most difficult thing I've had to deal with are um, when I had two stents put in back in 2011. Um, I can say today that I'm really in a very better, I'm in a much better health situation than I once was. to hear that I had 90% blockage in both of my arteries was really hard to swallow, and uh, but made me realize, you know, how important life is. Not that I wasn't in that frame of mind before, but sometimes you can forget very easily with the distractions of life, and sometimes we can take things for granted. And, um, you know, since having all these things like pulmonary embolism, you know, where you have two parts of your lung are clotted as well, and you could potentially die, and I had it twice happen to me back in, as far as I can recollect, it was 2006 and maybe 2009. I could be off on the date. 
Uh, sometimes your mind blocks that sometimes, but my wife would know better than me. Uh, but, you know, when you have two children, I have a daughter, Brianna, uh, 20 years old, going on 21, and I have another daughter, Rachel, uh, 15, and you have a wife that you've been married almost 22 years to. That's going to happen May 26. I'm excited about that. Uh, 2018, and we'll be married 22 years and been together since 1991. Wow, 27 years, right? So when you have that kind of background and you've been with somebody for so many years and you have two children, they're wonderful, and you want to live as much as you can, uh, you got to make some choices in your life that maybe you don't want to do. So some of the things that I want to do is I definitely want to be here for all the major events that happen in their lives. I'm sure you would like to do that, too, for yourself. And in your life, you want to be around as long as you want to. So this was my thought when I came up with this program. I could have easily called it the Victor Ruiz Show, talking about health, blah, blah, blah. But what I saw is I said, getting healthy today was a message that I kept saying to myself over and over. And I would say, why am I doing this? Because I want to get healthy. Uh, why, do, why did I make this choice of being vegan? Because I want to get healthy today. Um, and the, the idea, the concept I came up with when I said getting healthy today impacted people's lives, I knew that if I wasn't only impacting my life, you know what, I can't be selfish. I'm going to be impacting other people because if they listen to my story and they listen to what I've gone through, they also are going to see a, a benefit of what my story tells them. And maybe they'll make some changes as well. So if I can impact someone's life that's listening to this broadcast, whether it's on the live program or on the replay. If someone out there makes a change in their life because of something I said, I would be blessed to do that. So I said, you know what, this is a great platform, and I'd rather do a good in, in providing this platform. You know, there were many times that I actually wanted to quit. I said, who is actually listening to this? And really, who, why would I even want to keep doing this? But I said to myself, you know what, Vic, you can't be selfish just because you don't see somebody actually there or someone doesn't talk to you doesn't mean someone is not listening. And that's the truth. You know, when you've gone uh, and you've seen things, you know, you want other people to learn from your mistakes and learn from your triumphs. So that's what I said. There's somebody out there that's probably listening that could definitely benefit. I can tell you that there have been times where I've listened to podcasts and maybe I was the only one listening, but you know what? Those people have impacted me in some way and I was allowed to, to do that. So, which brings me to this. I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I always wanted to be my own boss. And I've had many different times where I've tried different things and it didn't work out. You know, I was uh, introduced to, like, network marketing years and years ago at age 18, but didn't do it. And then I tried my own little business one time before with advertising specialties. I had a little bit of success and not much and then left that. So I just never had the... um, and keep going forward. But one of the things you learn in becoming your own boss is it really matters what you think, not only about yourself, but what you, what your philosophy is. So my philosophy is I agree with a lot of business entrepreneurs out there and people that have mentored me, like Wes Buley and some other people, that you need to have a strong trust. And if you think about it, when you go to a store, What's the first thing that you do when you go in that store? Let's say you go into the Apple store. You know, why is it so many people are drawn to that particular product and that company, Apple? Well, because the quality and the values that are 
represented within that company, the customer service that you get and provided with as a result of going in there as a customer. The fact that the product is a quality product. But you know what? They've established something that's even stronger than their product. They've established a relationship of trust and value. When you can trust the people that you buy something from, how many people out there have bought a product because their trust is so strong with that product? You believe in that product so much and what it brings you that you're entrusted with that particular brand. So a lot of people love McDonald's, right? McDonald's is a company that's been around for so many years. It was founded by two brothers, and then eventually Mr. Kroc came in and, and bought it out and, and, and made a huge success even after that. But it took those two guys to create a special burger and a special system of how business is run, and their values created that kind of concept, right? So there's certain values that are instilled in you. So one of the things that is very important, like we said, is trust. How do you build a relationship with your customers? I remember working for a company part-time, Radio Shack. And what you don't realize is when you work for a company, you represent something greater than yourself. And, but you are important to that company because how you respond to your customers that you're dealing with can represent the company that you work for in a positive way or in a negative way. So I took that very – I was very – uh, attached to that. So when I worked for Radio Shack, I knew that I wasn't talking just for Victor Ruiz. I was talking for Radio Shack. So I wanted to promote that company in the way that would show that we have quality, we have professionalism, we take care of our customers, and we provide solutions. And if we don't know what the solutions are, we can find those solutions, but never trick the customer just to get the sale, right? That's not really important. It's building that relationship. So when I work with, with customers, I let them know that if I didn't know something, I would find that answer for them. And I would also go beyond the call of duty just to help that customer. I wanted them to be happy to come to Radio Shack knowing that they had someone that they could rely on and trust. So I do, in, I do love the idea that you have to have this sense of trust in your business and people have to see you as an authority of what you're doing, but also see that it's worth going to you to get the product that they want, you know, the, the solution that they want. And building that relationship is so, so important, right? And that's what people do. We build relationships and we share our knowledge with them of what we know to help them out. And a happy customer is a great customer, right? So you want that repeated customer, but you also want that relationship. I'd rather have a customer that appreciates me and what I'm doing for them than just getting the sale. It's not that important. But what is important is the values that are behind that representation of that business. So think about it. When you go to another store, think about why is it that you're drawn to that store? You may be drawn to that store maybe for the, the surface level. Maybe it's a great price or you've had some good follow-through with that company. Maybe they've given you a great product and you've been satisfied. But that satisfaction comes from something else. You've established a clear message that they value you as a customer. And when you're ever valued as a customer, you're going to keep going and going. I mean, I've been to many, many restaurants over my course of my life, and I've gone back to the restaurants that actually treat me a little special than other restaurants, right? 
So me being a vegan, I have to get special uh, treatment in a sense, which is kind of funny, right? But I did have to get some special information from that because they have to make the food as special for me and my wife so that we could eat there. So the fact that they accommodate me and they've made arrangements to change their recipe just to keep me as a customer shows me that they care, and that's really what we want. We want people to care. We want to care for the people that don't grow unless they grow too. So you always remember that. We grow as much as the customer grows. So we grow with our customers. So the philosophy, I always had the philosophy that customer service is the number one priority. You want to give them excellent customer service. You want to give them a red carpet no matter what happens. So in this business of health that I'm in now, I want to provide the best solution for people that are looking for uh, health style changes and they want to do that. Now, the business I do is absolutely um, involved with supplements and everything. However, the idea that, you know, we also want to look at the lifestyle changes too. Um, I wouldn't promote a product if I don't think I believe in that product. And also, even if the person doesn't want to buy the product, as long as they want to buy into the lifestyle change. I would rather teach somebody about a lifestyle change and let them learn from there than them just buying a product and maybe not being happy with it. So one of the things you want to do is educate people about changing their life. What's their goals? What do they have in mind? What are their health goals? What do they want to change? What are they inspired to do today? What do they want to see happen in their life? And then you can help them reach that through that discussion with them. What is it that they want and how can they get there? And hopefully you could be the person that helps them get there. All right. So I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to come here to Block Talk Radio forward slash Getting Healthy Today. Follow my show. Check me out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And any questions you may have, feel free to reach out to me at viewers at Comcast.net. All right, folks. That's your show for today. And I'm going to leave you with a great song called Good Fight. Check out the group at www.unspokenmusic.com. That's, again, the group is called Unspoken. You're going to hear the song Good Fight as we close today. And check them out at www.unspokenmusic.com. See you next week, everybody at 11.30 to 12. Have a great day. Have a nice weekend.